0: Welcome to episode 12 of Between Two Tackles. I am your host, Alex Pedelli. and alongside me, as always, are my two good friends, Ray Volo and D Maltobano. In today's episode, we'll be finishing our player rankings with the final few stragglers. We've got the running backs, the tight ends, the interior defensive lines, and the safeties. Um, so a lot of groups to go over, a lot of guys to cover. Um, we'll get each of the guys top five for those and talk a little bit about them. Um, next week, we got a full slate, so we will also be dropping our quarterback pod Um, On Monday, Tuesday, we are recording um, our props for the draft. So if you like some free money, stay tuned for that. Um, And then Wednesday, we will be recording our final mock right before the draft on Thursday. And then Thursday, we're fucking live. Uh, We're doing it in real time. So you'll get all of our reactions and thoughts um, as the draft happens um we're gonna do a little drinking game for that and the boys will be buzzed and ready to go when the jets fucking buzz and 10 um yeah buzz might not even be the right yeah, I say real
1: liberal with the world with the word, with the word uh, yeah maybe,
0: maybe face down um yeah. by pick 12 i'll be definitely face down <laughs>
2: so i mean we'll see depending on what the jets do
0: <laughs> so we're recording this on sunday fellas how we feeling just four more days um until we start our jets 2022 Super Bowl run how
1: are we feel <laughs> oh stretch man fucking, fucking pumped i really just want to just want to be it to be thursday already i can't wait to crack that first beer after work and just get the fuck after it
2: yeah i'm excited though cuz we have obviously the four pods right in a row we're going to do four straight days and i'm excited that that always helps kind of fill in the gap before we get there Because and especially since we're going to do a degenerate pod, which I love, love that we're going to give out some uh, some prop picks. Definitely excited uh, that I feel like there's a lot of money to be made out there. And listen, we still have some pretty good position groups to go over, especially interior defensive line and safety. Still have some great players to talk about. So
1: I feel feel that shows your optimism, like a lot of money to be made. I feel like there's a lot of money to be fucking lost. I have no idea what's going (laughs) to happen with this draft. I don't even understand how they set the lines.
2: I mean, obviously, obviously we're gonna lose. Obviously,
1: we're gonna lose. But Ooh, I don't
0: know, it's... I feel very strongly uh, about the props I've already taken, but we'll save those.
1: What? Anyone, Hunk, to... before we before we go on about this, just because I'm actually a little pissed off. What's the deal yeah. with no props for the draft on Caesars when you're in New York and stuff? Like Sauce, you have props in Jersey, but we don't have them in fucking New York. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's the same. Uh, I can't.
2: I'm not I'm gonna, gonna lie. Take another. There's, There's not. There's no science or any common sense when it comes to betting regulations and betting rules and laws that they fucking pass. It's all it's all just a shit show. So I just it needs to be all just full on legalized everywhere. Just I I don't get it. But
1: let's just no laws. Anarchy. Anarchy.
2: (laughs) God, we, we can't have political right getting on here right now. Let's just get to it.
0: Pit boss Dean fucking taking a stand. But uh all right. So we're gonna start with the running back group. Um, we're gonna start with Ray. Ray, give me your number five running back. Tell me a little bit about him.
1: At five, I have uh, Isaiah Spiller. Um he I feel like he's good at that uh, at this five spot. I feel like just because he has that th- all that three down potential. I know he ran that sub uh subpar forty with four six six three, but 40 doesn't really matter as much in the running back. I mean, sure, it can uh, indicate breakaway speed, but when you turn on the tape, he he has plenty of speed to survive. Uh, I really love his patience, and I feel like he's going to be a great – he'll be a great fit in a zone-blocking scheme. Maybe he has like a one-two punch with another guy as a rookie. Um, I wouldn't mind uh, the Jets taking him if he fell to day three, but th- I know there's some buzz that he could be going like stupid early, like round one or two, which I think would surprise me. But overall – I think the running back position as a whole, you kind of just want to wait. There's just so many athletes nowadays, so many guys that can just fill into the get, fill into those roles where taking one in the first day, I think is stupid. Let alone the first two rounds.
0: Uh, I'm with you completely there. You saw it last year with the jets, got Michael Carter in the fourth and he was fantastic for them. Um, it's always interesting to see those teams that do take running backs and, and then they get that fifth year option and, Maybe they sucked, and then what do you do?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, it's just tough to take a guy that early when, like, I feel like you can't pay running backs anymore. Like, when running backs hit that second contract, they just fall off so hard where it's just like you're going to take someone in the first round for one contract and just let them go. I, I feel you have to be a really special player to do that. Yeah, for sure. I'm
0: with you. Dean, give me your top five. Uh, yeah. Give me your number
2: five right now. Uh, Right before I started number five, I'd be remiss not to talk about uh both our headgear, which was not planned. But we're rocking some uh, New York Guardian gear. Uh, if you don't know, the XFL is fucking back and better than ever. Uh, has some studs at coaches, and I'm fucking pumped for the upcoming season. Just wanted to put that out there. Go Guardians. I'm um, no longer a Jet fan first. i Jets, this Jet Nation. Guardian. This
0: is a Guardians pod.
2: Yeah, this is a Guardians pod now. But anyway, my number five is going to be uh, Brian Robertson, Jr., out of Bama. He's maybe the best short yardage back in the class. Uh, In typical Bama fashion, he really didn't get his immense work until, you know, his senior year, Um, and that's because of just studs littering the running back room. Uh, Love how he lowers his shoulder, but he also definitely showed several times that he could juke you the fuck out. Going to be a good all-around back. Uh, That's why I have him at five.
1: Sweet. Right on number 4. Number 4 I got the uh the Gator Bait Damon Pierce, shout out Dylan. Uh I first off I, when I when I think shout out Stella too, yeah. When I think of Damon Pierce, I just think of that one uh that last practice rep that first was it the first day or second day of the senior bowl when he went head up with on pass in a pass pro drill and just it's absolutely it. fucking dominated him. I love his like short compact frame he's going to come in and be immediately on being like a great third down running back, just because he can help protect the quarterback. And mm-hmm. that teams need that. It's very underrated. Nowadays, you need to have that last line of defense. Someone who can be able to pick up that blitz. And then as a runner, he's great in short yardage. He wasn't, over, he wasn't used a ton at Florida. So he still has a lot of tread on that, those tires. Again, another guy who not like the fastest straight line speed, but, that's not a trait that I think is necessary as a running back. He ran like a what a four, five, nine, I believe.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: It, that's that's manageable, it's serviceable. Uh, I think he's gonna come in and be a really good short yardage back, and then you can plug him in on third down to help uh protect your QB. Yeah, Sweet, cool.
0: yeah. I know we always mock the uh, Pierce to the Jets late, late, uh, late rounds, so yeah, of course. Uh, I do like the player as well. Um, it's just hard to watch film on him and they don't really use him that much uh it's kind of tough to know what you're getting but i'm with you there like the player um dean give me your number four
2: yeah my number four is raise five and i think he kind of gave him justice uh everywhere i guess i'll just add on to it a tad it's isaiah spiller out of texas a&m uh you know he really does give a traditional you know traditional three down running back feel um and that I, in my opinion, needs to be employed a bit more in the NFL. I know teams are just trying, you know, they're hopeful and they just want to be the next bills and the chiefs. Um, especially when we get to the draft, that's kind of why we see, I see, I feel like we see a good amount of busts uh, across, across the whole offense because, you know, teams just try so hard to do that. Um, and for that reason alone, I really don't think he should be falling as much as he has. Um Early on in the process, I know he was kind of in everyone's consensus, top two, top three. Uh, saw him as one a lot, but now he's really falling to outside of people's top five. And yes, I've definitely heard buzz of him and maybe the back end of the second. And I agree with Ray, that would be a bit early. Um, but for a team like the Bucks, I feel like that's what they could use. And he'll be someone who, in my eyes, will give a great first year impact which they could obviously use. And if I wouldn't be surprised if their second round pick goes there. So uh, Isaiah Spiller of four.
1: Sweet, In the top three, Ray, who you got? No, so I'm going to preface, preface this one by saying I could sound like an idiot in about two years, but uh, my number three is going to be Brees Hall. I know he wowed a lot of people with that, uh, like sub four, 440. I mean, the track was playing super fast, but that's still, he's got the breakaway speed. And he's an insanely patient runner. I just think the I think the first round buzz on him is a little too. I think it's insane to be honest with you. He's got to improve his uh, pass catching and uh, blocking at the next level. I mean, say what you will. It is a passing league. You're going to have to contribute in the passing game and, and think at all if you want to be considered a first round pick, which is what he's be considered. And I just think he needs to work on that. And then to uh, to go with that, he also had 700 plus carries in college. I don't know – I mean, we were just saying that, uh, like, you only have the running backs for, like, one contract, really. But if he makes it out of that first contract healthy, I'd be surprised. It's just – I feel like it's a little too high to be going in the first or what round, maybe even the first two rounds. Um, couple that with his – like, he's a little stiff, I feel like, when he was going through the drills at the combine. I know that doesn't really mean much, but it just rubbed me the long way. So that's why I have him at three.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of your concerns are similar concerns, and honestly, I see a lot of similarities between him and and Jonathan Taylor, Um, especially the way they ran the ball in college and their their schemes. Um, Jonathan Taylor honestly had, I think, 300 more carries almost. He had over 1,000. Than than Brees Hall had in his college career, but I kind of that upright running style and just taking a lot of pounding and didn't show a ton.
2: We do love pounding, though, here between two tackles.
0: That we do. That we do. Um, But obviously, Jonathan Taylor has turned into one of the NFL's best running backs. Um, But still early in his career, and we'll see how the health holds up. Um, But I'm with you on some of those concerns. I do like the player a lot. I like his – I like his breakaway speed. I like his – I like his patience, honestly. I know you said you were a little concerned with that, but –
1: I like I like his patience too. I, I my concern was his stiffness. I feel like he just looks a little he looks a little stiff and upright. I know I feel like that patience can uh kind of come to bite him in the ass if he uh can't get out up and out of those cuts quick enough at the next level.
0: Yeah, that upright style. It, it reminds me so much of of Nick Chubb. I feel like we always say that when, when guys are upright, but and they do they do have that burst. Once they get through that line, it, yeah, it, it looks a little funky, but um those guys can both move. Uh Dean, who you got at number three?
2: Yeah, um, I'm right with my boy Ray here. Uh, I thought Ray was actually going to have him at one. Uh, I was excited to be a bit different, but I guess I'm not, which sucks. But, uh, yeah, he's a lot of people's number one overall back, and I get it for how well-rounded people are kind of touting him. Uh, he highly recruited out of high school, and Ray already touched on it, but he had across the board insane athletic measurables. I believe he's RAS. Uh, relative athletic score was really high, like nine-eight or something, which is I I I tend to think that's very impressive. But uh yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if he goes number one over uh number, you know, is the first RB to go. But just like Ray, first round for any of these running backs is is too high. It's just it's not a good pick, in in my opinion. I believe that the top 50 players here, even though we've discussed it many, many a time, is not crazy top heavy like other drafts there's really not a ton of studs that stand out but the top 50 is strong it's strong and it's deep and you can make an argument for 49 and 20 being very very close and for that reason these running backs should be the first one should go in the back end of the second in my opinion so uh yeah Brees all at three cool
0: so we're on to the top two ray you got at number
1: two at two i got the georgia boy uh james cook uh, he doesn't have, I don't think he has like a three down workhorse style, like potential in the NFL, but nowadays everyone's going to committees and I think he's p- tailor made for the today's NFL. I think he's got outstanding third round, uh, uh third down potential. Sorry. He, great out of the backfield catching great making people miss. He gives off a little bit of uh Kamara vibes a little bit. I don't know if it's just me. I think if think it's that lean build and just the same play style. I love how he has he uh, was part of that committee in Georgia, so he's only had 230 carries, a ton of tread left in those tires. Uh, I think his best football is going to be ahead of him. I think he's going to be an immediate, uh, like a 1B step in and be a great, great uh, like second running back in a committee.
0: Yeah, I love those players when they, they have them in the backfield and they, they move them out into the slot. Those, those players are going to be, honestly, more utilized in the NFL too, like that. He's going to be get catching drags out of, out of the slot, hundred percent with linebacker mm-hmm. with linebackers. Get them in space. Um, he's a really good player. I really like his counterpart, uh, Zamir White too. Honestly, I yeah. those guys are going to have great value in the NFL. Uh, there are so
1: many backs.
0: There really are. are. So many backs. Another reason. Another reason gonna, not to take on one early. Of, I'm going to touch on a few of them after you guys are done with your top five because honestly, there are maybe ten guys. Uh, not 10 guys after, but 10 guys in total that I really like, even Mm -hmm. those up to the fifth round, honestly, I think you can get great value on some of these guys. Uh, Dean, who you got at number two?
2: Yeah, I'm I'm very happy because now uh, me and Ray, I I was hoping he didn't have this guy here because I I love him. Uh, I had James Cook just on the outside looking in. He's my number six. But I was absolutely shocked when I dove into this guy. He's going to be an instant factor in the passing game. And I get that he doesn't give an you know a traditional running back feel since he runs upright. And before I keep going, I will address who I'm talking about. I'm talking about Richard White out of Arizona State. Fucking love this guy. I almost had him as my number one, kind of mad I didn't. Uh and I I just don't for him see it as a negative that he runs upright. I see it as him being just he just wants to produce a WoW play, whether it's hurtling or whether it's a crazy juke. And we have seen The few guys run upright, especially in today's NFL, just just recently that have done amazing. Obviously, you talked about Nick Chubb, but a guy I want to talk about who does it and is one of my favorite running backs in the league. I take him every single fucking year in fantasy is Tony Pollard. And I don't know about you guys, but I see when I see Richard White, I see Tony Pollard. That's my NFL comp. Uh, they had virtually the same measurables too. When I went back and looked, I was shocked. And they're also both three star recruits out of high school. Uh, I think this guy is nasty. I I, I love Rashad White. He's also why Rashad White's jockstrap is my Zoom name right now.
1: <laughs> is it pronounced Rashad? I don't. Does anyone? Can it, it might be Rashad. I thought it was it's
2: probably Rashad. I I, uh,
1: okay. I just want to make sure. Do people- probably Rashad. Keep going, with Chad, though. I kind of fuck with yeah, it.
2: I, I, you know what? I yeah, fuck it, <laughs> Richard. I, it's not Rashad. It's fucking Richad. And I'll, I'll. Hey, you can get his parents on the horn. I'll fucking, I'll tear him apart.
0: Um. Yeah, Dean. This was gonna be the first guy I mentioned uh, after you guys got through your top five. If you didn't have, uh, if one of you didn't have him, um, but he's also one of my favorite backs in this class. I think he's honestly. I know he runs upright. But he runs silky smooth. May, might silky. Be smooth, Holy might shit. Be smoothest runner yeah. Um, of all these guys and possibly has the best vision of all these guys. He waits for his blockers so well. I fucking love his running style. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's going to be a really, really solid NFL player.
2: Damn, so if um, you're making me extra, man. I didn't make him number one.
0: I, I mean, he's not my number one. He's my number four. But. Um, one of my favorite guys to watch, honestly. Mm-hmm. He's he's a producer too. Um,
2: oh, crazy right. stats! I'm pretty sure he averaged like six point six or six point five yards 6. per carry last um, year, like on fifteen hundred yards and fifteen touchdowns, like nasty.
0: Um, all right, so each of you, give me your give me your number one backs. I think both of you will probably have yeah the we same have the back. same yeah. And, uh, this is also my number one running back as well.
1: Yeah, I got uh Kenny Walker. I'm assuming Dean has the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like he's kind of similar to Brees Hall, but he's got a little bit more of a compact, uh, build to him. He's got that four three eight forties, got the breakaway speed. Uh, he's just a he's a touchdown fucking machine though. Eighteen this past year on two hundred sixty three carries, sixteen hundred yards, and then uh, the year before, the year prior, Wake Forest, he had thirteen only one hundred and nineteen carries. So he's an end zone finder. He's gonna be a. I think he's gonna come in and be like an early down back orig- uh, immediately. He's gonna have to improve the pass protecting and he's gonna have to prove that he can catch the ball but I think uh, he's got a ton of upside and uh, that's why he's at number one definitely not a day one pick but round two maybe round three I would still I would love to take him just because of the uh, supply of all the backs like we were saying Sweet team
0: yeah
2: yeah no no my, mine is Kenny Walker too and for those who don't know Ray Ray himself is a kind of compact guy that's kind of why he he tends to be a bit biased. But this Kenny Walker is, is the shiftiest back in this class, in my opinion, for my dollar. Uh he didn't do much receiving in college, but with some with some coaching, uh he will that will definitely, without a doubt, be a part of his his arsenal in the NFL. You know, just give him the ball in space, really. Just give him the ball in space. This guy will come out and I, I see him mid to late second. Like I'd love him there. And I think he should, without a doubt, be the first back off taken.
0: Yeah. I completely agree with you guys um ray said it touchdown machine um honestly sometimes he doesn't know like what he's doing at all but he's just has such so good, in, good he has such good instincts for finding gaps and finding the end zone um sometimes he doesn't wait for his blockers enough um and he runs a little hectic honestly Um, like a little herky jerky kind of reminds me of like Daryl Williams. They have similar, uh, not Daryl Williams, uh, Daryl Henderson, very similar body types, very similar run styles, but this guy's got juice, um, to take it 75 yards. Anytime he touches it. I mean, I think nine or 10 out of 12 games had a 20 plus, uh, yard carry and had five games, I think with over a 50 yard carry. Um, so, this guy's got juice, and he will have it at the next level, um, really like Kenneth Walker III. All right, so that'll do it for our running backs. We are going to move on to the tight ends. Um, so, we'll start with Ray again. Ray, give me your number five tight end.
1: At five, i I'm. this is just so. This is all projection upside. I'm going Jelani Woods um, out of Virginia, right? Virginia? Not Virginia. Mm-hmm. I always get that confused. UVA, I mean, yeah. This guy's. I mean, I know Dean mentioned like a uh, callback to RAS earlier, but he, I think he has like the number one RAS, like of all time. He has like a 10 yeah, uh, in like in I tight, think tight ends. End. I think yeah, he has
2: number one from tight now to like 1980.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's like six he's
2: fucking six, seven.
1: I was like six, seven ran like a, what a four, what four, six, something along those lines. I, I don't even know how it's possible, but. Let me, let me pull up these actual numbers. six seven, four six, one forty, thirty four 140 34 inch arms. 82 inch wingspan he's a little older I'm pretty sure he transferred somewhere Um, he's still he's like, oh, gonna be 24 when the season starts but I mean this is all this is pretty much projection I would love to have him as a uh, high upside number two on a, as like a day three pick just fuck it swing for the fences mm-hmm. definitely Sweet.
0: Um, Dean he got a number five
1: yeah my number five is gonna be the, uh,
2: the tight end out of UCLA but before really quick before I get into them uh, just quick synopsis on this group that I, I, that I like a lot because uh, top to bottom, this this class has, and it's indicative in RAS, they just has athletic specimens. Like the first, the top nine, top ten are just absolute athletic specimens, and most, if not all, have like for sure hands. And even though it doesn't have a, you know, it doesn't have a Pitts or a Hawkinson, I would not be shocked at all if in a few years this draft just has multiple difference makers in the league, top to bottom. Uh, and number five, like I said, is Greg Dulcich at of UCLA. He has natural hands um, and very solid route running. Um, you know, I could see him being definitely the type that's going to be a security blanket type. He's not going to give you the more receiver feel like some of these other guys we'll get into a little bit later. But uh, definitely someone who can really do it. He could definitely hit you for some 10, 15 yard dashers and he will need to though be a little bit more refined in his blocking at the next level for sure
0: yeah i'm actually a little bit um different than you i think he does have ju- i mean he's a he's a former receiver at a high school too and he has yeah. really juice and i think his average catch like yardage this year was like 17 and a half like you don't just fall in like you don't just fall into that mhm that's... I don't know,
2: no, you, you you're right. I I honest, honestly, you're you're 100 right. I, I kind of just went off the cusp on that, but he definitely, tight end. yeah, really does. He's solid. I, I really put just solid route running and natural hands. I'm gonna be completely honest. I, I I kind of did a lot more homework on my top four, but Greg Dulcich I like a lot, and I know that he he could definitely do it. I I just these guys that we're going to talk about are a little bit more special in my opinion when it comes to the receiving
1: aspect. Damn, so I was just kind not leave that one for me. I was, I was, had that shit eyed up for the fucking kill later. I mean, it's just the truth. Oh my gosh, I thought you were gonna, I thought you are gonna let, let it up for me, but you're good. I'll, I'll hey, give it to you.
2: I mean, hey, you he, know. I
1: mean, you see it a lot. He gets mad. your boy, up
2: your boy fucks up safety. every now and then. It's so whatever. He it happens.
0: Up a ton with safety. I mean, he's too big for safeties and he's too fast for for linebackers. I think he'll be. I I agree with what you said. I think he's a complimentary guy because he is arguably the worst. I mean, not even arguably. He is the worst blocker. Yeah, of the top five guys that I have, um, and he'll be a prototypical. I think he's kind of—he's not as physical as as Jasiki, but I get a he'll lot. Of be, he'll be—he'll be a wife sure. vibes from from Greg Have to go flex. Um. All right. Sweet. So Ray, who you got at number four?
1: So at five, I had like the project upside swing. At four, I'm going the complete opposite. I'm going safe, high floor, lower ceiling in uh, Jake Ferguson of Wisconsin. Love I'm Chief such Chief a sucker State. for these Big Ten guys. And, and <laughs> yeah. I love this guy too. He's also
0: my number four.
1: It's, especially out of like a Wisconsin, the Wisconsin system, they use heavy tight end sets. You know he's a capable blocker. He's got rock solid hands. He's been playing for four years there. Uh, I think he's like a redshirt senior, so he's a little older like Woods, but I think he's just going to be a solid pro. He's, he'll come and be a tight end too. And that's pro- honestly, that's probably a ceiling, but he'll just be a, a nice safety net for a, a young quarterback or even a veteran in those short yardage, solid hands, won't drop anything. And he'll just be, he'll be a nice safety net. That's a really a perfect way to put it.
0: Reminds me like way too much of Dalton Schultz. Um I can and see it so far. We always like do scouting and stuff like oh, that. We love Schultz on this pod. I, yeah. Um, when we do scouting, I always just envi- do my scouting based on the Jets' schemes and how they would fit on, <laughs> on our team.
2: And it's so hard team. not to be fucking biased. He would
0: be so great on the jets. He would fit so well with our scheme. Um, and honestly we could really use him. I would love him. Our tight end three would be fucking ecstatic. Um, all right, Dean, who you got at number four?
2: Yeah, my number four is uh, the pro. – we're going to go back to the prospect field. It's it's Ray's number five, and that's Jelani Woods out of Virginia. Again, Ray touched on him perfectly. I'll just kind of add a tad. You know, he's an athletic and physical fucking freak of nature. He really is. And the RAS, and also when you just fucking see him, it shows. His hands are a tiny bit shaky, um, probably the most shaky uh, out of my top five. But uh, he actually makes up for it. He is a solid blocker for being 6'7", 259. And he will be in a year or two. He will be just fucking unguardable in the red zone at 6'7". I'm pretty sure he did not have high receiving numbers, but he had high touchdowns still. He had like eight touchdowns with like just a few hundred yards. If anyone wants to check on that for your boy. But anyway, yeah, it would be definitely Jelani Woods. So we'll go you to know me. I get excited with big meat. This this
1: guy's big meat.
0: Deadass. Um. So we'll move on to number three, Ray. Who you got in three spot?
1: Three, I got. Uh, I don't. Greg, I was going to come up with something about Dean being a fuck up, but just Greg Dolcich. He's my third. Uh. <laughs> so. Uh, oh whatever. To counter Dean, he is not going to be a inline tight end that is a why. He's more. He's going to be a move piece. He can't really block, but he has that. He has the juice that uh, I guess some teams covered at tight end. I don't think he'd be a good fit in a in a jet system just because of that lack lack of blocking. But as a just a straight up mismatch piece that for an offensive coordinator who's going to move him around and just get the, like the most value out of him, he could. He has a lot of upside. He could be a real problem as in a mismatch like move tight end, big slot type of role.
0: Cool, I'm with you, Dean. Who you got at number three?
1: My number three is going to be Jeremy Ruckert out of Ohio
2: state, just incredibly, incredibly well-rounded. I get that his production lacked quite a lot in college, but my boy Ray is an Ohio state fan. I watched all those games. He was open a lot. And when he gets that ball, he looks great. He looks awesome. And it showed down in mobile. You know, I, I fell in love with him again, down in mobile. I probably would have had him towards the back end or maybe like six if Mobile was not a thing, I think he was a big riser because of Mobile. He, at the Senior Bowl, he was just a stud. Him and – they were talking about him and McBride were kind of just going tit for tat, and they look great.
0: Yeah, I really do think uh, he could be one of the biggest – not sleepers, but post-draft when the NFL – when he's actually playing, um, people are going to talk about how is this guy – at Third yeah we could we could for
2: sure look back and he could be the best tight end i out really this. do i wouldn't be shocked he,
0: if he's at a wisconsin or he's at an, like an iowa that he goes crazy because he's he's great inline blocker one he fits those schemes really well but he's got great hands and he just doesn't get used enough because it's not ohio state's scheme they're throwing the ball way downfield they got all these five-star receivers um so he wasn't getting as many looks um but this is a, a really really nice player, and uh, he can honestly fit almost any team scheme, uh, I think.
1: Um, so Ray, who you
0: got at number two? I'm assuming you got your boy here.
1: Yeah, I mean, you assume correct. Yeah, my boy yeah, is at number two. There's no way,
2: this is
0: not Rocker.
1: Yeah, it's Rocker. Um, you guys pretty much said it all. It, insane blocker. I think his best football is going to be ahead of him. He's a great athlete too. I mean, you look at the numbers and you kind of get worried, but. I mean, Jamison Williams was their number three receiver last year. Like, how the fuck do you expect their tight ends to get targets? They're just loaded. Brian Hartline like recruits that position so well. Where, and they just don't they they use him more as a blocker, and they kind of sometimes target him in the red zone. But he's got great hands, great blocking, great athleticism. I think it's only up from here. He could very well be a Pro Bowl tight end. I think.
0: Love our Long Island boys.
1: Long Island Buckeyes,
0: bro. Come on.
2: That fucking too. Well.
0: Ohio State could fucking burn, but...
2: Um. <laughs> Go State.
0: Uh, Dean, who you got in number two here?
2: Yeah, my two is just a fucking QB's best friend. It's going to be Isaiah Likely. Uh, very close from taking the top spot for me. Uh, just, just, he looks natural out there. He looks natural. He kind of, sometimes it scares me a bit. I know he's 6'4", 240. I don't know why he doesn't look that sometimes. Sometimes he looks just when he's moving and he's doing his routes, he he looks so clean as a wide receiver, in my opinion, that I don't even really see him as a tight end at times, but he does show the capability to have some solid blocking. You know, his last year, 59, nine, 12 with 12 touchdowns. I don't know how many times I saw him do a seam or like a little wheel route to the left or to the right. And he would just, he takes it to the cribbo. Oh. Uh, you know, I, I, I like him a lot, actually.
0: Yeah, I do, too. And Ray's got him outside his top five. Um, yeah,
2: well, that's because Ray fucking sucks.
0: So How do you know? At... How do you know? Imagine he had, <laughs> I, imagine he had McBride <laughs> out of his top five. Because if you had Trey McBride outside your top five, we would have fucking words. Yeah,
2: we would need to stop the
0: pod. Um, But I'm with you. I really like the player as well. Um, Ray, give me a number one. I'm assuming both of you guys. St- again... The same number one, but let's go through it.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be McBride. Um, I just think he's got the a great combo of just like floor and ceiling. He's just gonna be a safe player. He's gonna come in right away and be a starting tight end in the league. Um, I get. I don't think he has the most upside in the class. I think Rucker and even uh, Dolchish probably has have more. But he's gonna be a, a great pro. The tight end position is weird, where like there aren't a lot of just good tight ends. It's either great or just like kind of shitty position. Uh, I think he's a slider right in, just be a good, productive receiver, blocker, do it all tight end. Dean, I'm yeah, no,
2: it's it's well. it's Trey McBride, epit- epitome of a security blanket, unreal hands, both catching and blocking. If he gets both hands on you, on on most people, even some formidable edges, he 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 could hold his fucking own. Teams fucking love that. Uh, I could see McBride catching seams and short routes and taking them for 15, 20 yard gashers for a fucking decade. He's going to come out and be a starter. Definitely.
0: Yeah. I'm with you guys. Um, so Ray, you didn't have likely in your top five, uh, any particular reason You want to
1: justify your fuck up. Um, I think he, I think he tested a little bit below what people thought he was going to test like that and playing on a lower level competition in coastal Carolina. Like I think those numbers may be a little inflated. Um, I just think there's a little bit more, Boss potential there as opposed to some of the other guys ahead above him.
0: Cool. Right. With you. And neither of you guys had, had Kate Otten, who is uh is my number five. Um
1: Yeah, I wanted to put him in there, but he's really he was like, by six. I had I really, him at seven.
0: I really like him as a player. He kinda he kinda reminds me I'm using all the Penn State guys, but they've had some good tight ends recently. Uh really reminds me of Pat Fryermouth. Um can line him in li- in line and slide him out. It's not the greatest athlete you'll ever see, but does enough and gets it done. He's got really sure hands to Really like Kate, Ot- Kate Otten out of Washington as well. Um, so that'll wrap it for our offensive side of the ball for the Stragglers. We're gonna move on to the defensive side and we're gonna start with the interior defensive line. Uh, let's start with Dean here. Dean, cool. Here, uh, number five. Yeah,
2: for the for this position group, it, it really hurt deciding the placements on three to six on this list. Um, Ray. Might have a little hissy fit, but I did have Logan Hall just out of my five. Uh, but I just need you to breathe, Ray.
1: That's I, I man, I'm fine. People are wrong all the time.
2: No, no, breathe. It's okay. It's, it's fine. Anyway, starting at five, uh, for me, it's got to be DeMarvin Leal. Uh, again, I tried having him out of my top five, but after rewatching his tape, I feel like I was a bit wrong on him. I, he might. I feel like he's just not as much as a tweener and more of a guy who has really kind of capabilities to do both uh he's scary short area quickness and it showed in his three cone i get that he's undersized but in a fourth as a four three d tackle or possibly even playing some end on some on some guaranteed you know passing situations and just kind of letting him kind of skeet around the side i feel like he could definitely kind of excel and you know again we're talking about young guys i could see him I could uh, definitely see him as a prospect kind of kind of making showing everyone that they're wrong, because I know a lot of people don't have them in their top three, four, even five. And, you know, this is a guy who is very highly coveted and was a lot of people's DT one halfway through the season. This could just be a guy who ends up being an absolute steal in this draft. Cool. Uh,
0: Ray, you got a number five.
1: Uh, this is like a last minute shake up for me. I put at five. I have Perry on Winfrey. Um, I know Dean. Dean's gonna throw a hissy fit. Ugh, like I don't. Care. <laughs> um, I mean, for me, I it, to talk negatively about him. Just the reason I bumped him down. I feel like he's a little too uh, scheme specific. Uh, on tape, I feel like he was just relying on jumping that snap into the uh, like into that a gap. Uh, like he just. I feel like he's going to be – th- he's like you have to play him as a three tech and he has to be a penetrator in order for him to succeed. Uh, he's got all the makings to succeed at that role, though. He's got the 35-inch arms, really good athlete, four-eight-nine Um, I'm just concerned by just his reliance on only doing one thing, which is jumping the gap, and also he just looks a little lean to be playing defensive tackle. I think he's listed 290, but I don't know. He doesn't look it at all. Even um, at
2: 303. I feel like – get- he- I am not going to disagree with you there. Where'd you
1: see 303? Because Combine was 290. Um one second. Oh no, motherfucker. I'm gonna beat you to it. Hold on. Go ahead.
2: I'm just telling you what I had it to listed to at kid.
1: Yeah, it's okay to be wrong. Man. You know, you've been wrong a lot today. I had
2: one tiny fuck up. I didn't even have that down. I was just going off the cusp. Dude, we're doing a lot of guys today. You know my you know my brain capacity only has so much. I did not have him down as – Yeah,
1: 290. 290. It's okay. But, yeah. Um, so, I think he has a lot of potential as a pass rusher, but uh, just I feel like he can get bullied inside a little bit, and his lack of run defense is a little concerning for me. That's why I have him here.
0: Sweet. All
1: right.
2: Uh, Dean, who you got at number four? Uh, at number four, I have Travis Jones out of UConn. I do really believe the hype is real on Travis Jones. I feel like number one, number two are really set in stone for a lot of reasons. We'll, we'll obviously get to that. Um, And Ray kind of gave it away. My boy is Perry on Winfrey's at three, but Travis Jones, he has shocking speed and athleticism for a fucking 325 pound man. And he really does have the potential to be a terrifying nose tackle in the NFL. He has great two gap control, Uh, I know that gets Ray a bit horny, but I, I, yeah, that's why he's going to be four for me. I, again, I love the guy. I know that most people have him right after Wyatt and Davis. And as a first round guy, I don't see him as a first round guy, but uh, that's really, I'm, I'm really not trying to be, you know, trying to throw some shade at him. I still like him a lot. I just feel like he's being a little bit
0: overhyped. I uh, I completely agree. I think a lot of times when you watch uh, that tape, if you can find UConn tape, it's fucking miserable.
1: But, yeah, it's, it's fucking awful. <laughs> uh,
0: um, There are too many times that he should be fucking dominating every single play, and it looks like he's not trying. Um, obviously, you saw the effort way more um, in Mobile, um, and that's where he had his biggest rise. But um, there's just too many times he's – the most dominant player on the field, and sometimes he's not. You can't even see him. Um, so, a little frustrating watching his tape. Um, but do think he's got some big
1: upside. Uh, oh, by the way, Perion
2: Winfrey is three hundred and three pounds.
1: Well, at the combine it was two ninety. So I don't know where you're getting your stuff from, but just probably
2: his pro day. Yeah,
1: no, I think. What are you looking I at? ESPN. To see, I,
2: I no, I just went to four different four different places.
1: Well, that's wrong. I don't have to tell you. Look at be- get better sources. NFL.com and Dame Brukel's, uh the beast, bro. Come on, let's go. Imagine NFL.com being a good source. Yeah, because they have
2: they have all the combine numbers. You fucking dimwit, dude. They fluctuate all day long. He's a three hundred pound. He's a three hundred pound DT.
1: Okay, yeah, but I use combines, so fuck off.
2: Bro, he's just trying to. He, he was he was getting ready for that for that for, that that sub four nine forty. Fuck out of here. Maybe I think Ray's, he's maybe his, his his play weight will be three hundred. He's he's fine.
1: God oh, word.
0: All right, uh, right. Who you? Who you got a number four? Uh,
1: so four five six was hard to uh, rank for me. Um, I'm gonna say at four I had Travis Jones. Uh, six. I'm just gonna say it now. I had DeMarvin Leal. I really wanted to fit him in here, but I just couldn't do it because. Right now, Jones, in my opinion, I think I just think he's more athlete than football player. I uh, Dean touched on it like his effort concerns and, like uh UConn, are little, they're concerning, but I love the fact that I mean, he's just an, a specimen athlete. If it wasn't for uh Jordan Davis, people would be talking about his combine performance because he was just dominant. I think he another one who's 320 plus, who ran a sub 540, which is just insane. Um. I like his versatility. Like Jordan Davis, I think he can be a nose. I think he could probably play three-tech if he had to. Um, I think he's going to be a r- insane early-down player it, like to come into the NFL. Like, he's going to be a first, second-down player. Probably have to take him off the field on third downs, which is why he's not a top-three DT for me.
0: Um, I'm with you there.
1: Um, How come no Leal
0: in your top five?
1: I just think – Um, ceiling wise, I don't know where to place him. He's got that. I know he's got that tweener role there. Uh, like it's just tough to, um, to balance out the tweener and the versatility. I love a versatile defensive uh, defensive lineman, but when you have the tweener body type and you're not an elite athlete, not an elite athlete, I think it's just a little concerning. Good points. That's fair. I just, uh, like he's the opposite. I love his.
0: He's the opposite. He's more
1: football player than athlete. I love exactly. his
0: arsenal of of yeah. rush moves. I love his hand fighting, and I love his counters. I exactly. Mean, it, 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 it's it's hard. Half, it's hard, eight eight and to, and get, it's hard to get. It's hard to
2: get off his tape. It really eight, is.
0: Eight, it is eight and, half, eight and a half sacks, and most of those are from the interior. Um, I think if he gets in the right scheme with the right guys on the defensive line next to him too, he could be a fucking problem.
1: She, especially eight, in,
0: a, in a rotation.
1: I think yeah. he's gonna be an immediate contributor in a rotation, and I think his best fit may be as a like a five tech in a three-four scheme, where mm-hmm. like he he can like play the both gaps and everything. Where like the, those numbers may not flash, as opposed to Travis Jones, I just think he has more of a uh, more more ceiling, which is why I had him up there.
0: Fair enough. All right, cool. So we are we're two, right? Three. Um, yeah.
2: No. No. Uh. Yeah. We're at three.
0: Uh, all right, Dean, who you got at number three?
2: Yeah, it's it's my fucking boy, Perry, only free, dude, dude, okay. the fucking the, right. the senior bowl MVP. Does that mean nothing to you, Ray? Almost. I mean, nothing. Almost. I I, I can't. <laughs> I can't. He was he was awesome all week. Team. They were touting him crazy. He was he had really, really better tape than I assumed at Oklahoma for sure. Going against great competition, obviously besides being a guy who has every single intangible to man, he do- he he basically dominates the aura of a team he did all week at M- Mobile. They say it all the time for, for practice at Oklahoma, you know, where there's studs there as well. So I, I tend to fucking fall in love with that shit. But uh, bef- besides that, you know, he's an absolute dream for three, three tech defensive tackle in today's NFL. I get it. I get what you're saying. I know he's going to be, he's slightly, slightly, it's hard to get off that. He really is a kind of, you know, a gap, a gap penetrator technician. And you obviously are a tiny bit worried about his, his, you know, his two gap prowess, especially in the run game. But you know, Everyone wants to find that Aaron Donald, not saying Perry on Winfrey's fucking Aaron Donald by any stretch of the imagination. And Aaron Donald could definitely two gap well. He's amazing in the run, but he gives you flashes of gap penetration that is the D tackle that NFL teams want in today's NFL for sure. It's a passing league. And damn, I, dude, his fucking energy just exudes. Off of everything he does, and that that gets, that gets me rock. I don't know what to tell you. It gets me rock.
1: No, I, I can understand why teams and why you love them. I just, you know, sometimes you have to make the bold choices and to be right. So, and that's what I am. I'm, I'm right. I'm a winner.
2: I think that this is the bold chance. I think this is the bold move to be right, in my opinion. I don't think anyone has him at three. Uh,
1: well,
0: I. If I know my boys and I think I know my boys, this three spot is the my guy's spot. Because Ray, I'm assuming this is also your my guy at number three.
1: Uh no. Oh you'd assume you'd oh. assume you're wrong. No way, it's not Logan Hall. Nope. Uh I actually got a little I got a little crazy earlier. Uh I'm going Devontae Wyatt. Ooh. Uh, I think he's oh. I think-
2: okay. No, okay, okay, good. You're you're still okay.
1: Logan Hall is still okay, though. I think the athleticism – I think his athleticism is obviously check plus uh he's got ideal arm length he's gonna be he has a good player but i'm just like i think that he was a big beneficiary of that loaded georgia front in particular um i don't know what he does amazing i think his his effort is always high he plays he's got good pass rushing ability i think he can get bullied a little bit in the run game and I don't know exactly what they are, but I thought I heard that there are some off the field concerns with him. Th- don't quote me on that. Um, and plus he's 24 years old right now already. Um, so uh, those are just the reasons why I had him at three. Ooh,
0: spice from Ray. Hello. I think, I think
1: he's probably, a, he should be a day two guy, like early day two, but he probably will go back end of one.
0: I agree um, with him going day one um i do really like the player i think he's quick and i i i get what you're saying about playing along with all those georgia players but if that were the case how do you scout any of them um you know it's college good good teams have good players all, all around so um but yeah i'm with it all right uh dean give me your number yeah. two
2: so my number two uh not too much surprise here. It's just going to be the uh, the Georgia D tackle Devonte Wyatt, uh, raise number three. Uh, I believe when it gets to Wyatt and Davis, I'm kind of on consensus here. I believe it's just splitting hairs. Both had unreal combine measure measurements and tape. Uh, it's going to really come down to what you prefer. Both are both are top twenty five players on my board. Uh, I think Devonte Wyatt definitely justifies a back end of the one spot. Uh, I think. The Bucks would be bonkers not to take this guy, not to take this fucking cat at at 26, right at 26 and put him next to Vita Vea, which would be something to say for sure. I think there'd be instant one first year impact and that'd be nasty. Um, and, you know, I really don't read in as much, you know, as others in how many snaps Davis could play at his size. And that's kind of why I, I propelled him a tad. I'm sorry to give away my number one, but it's really not a uh, mystery.
0: All good. Ray, is this your my guy here at number two?
1: I don't know, Jim. I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. Jim, it, oh, it, my it, God. That'd be, that'd be a little wild. Uh, Yeah, uh, number two, Logan Hall for me. I just – honestly, I fell in love with this guy, watching him in the senior bowl and then go back on tape. I love him even more. Uh, He's that – he's another one of those guys who's got the uh, – tweener slash versatility label. I think he's more versatile. I think it's just, I think he's a versatile motherfucker. I think he can play all up and down that defensive front. He's going to come in right away and be an instant impact into a defensive line rotation. I think early on he can play, he can play edge. He can play a five tech. He, he really could play anywhere, but I think what's going to make him the most money is on third down. When he kicks inside, I think he's a technician with his hands. He's going to be a problem as a pass rusher and he's not no slouch of an athlete either 4 488 eight, 40 uh he's he's just, honestly he reminds me so much of uh Cameron Hayward that i've said it multiple times but it's just the body types that com- i compared him the other day it's just, it's crazy i think i could really see him being a uh, pro ball down the line and i would not be shocked if he goes at the end of round 1 what uh what he
0: weighing at 283 <laughs> With you, all right, all right, cool. Yeah, I really like the player too. Um, I don't have him as high as, as you do, but I like the versatility as well. And I agree that his best football is definitely played inside. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what scheme he ends up in and how they use, how they use him. Um, so Dean kind of touched on it, but talk to me about Jordan Davis, your number one interior. Yeah, defense. uh,
2: I said it before. I don't read too much into the he can't play, you know, he can't be a three-down defensive tackle, and that's totally fine in my opinion. Uh, I, I Sometimes he ex- experiences a tad bit of leverage issues, but he's just a full-fledged one-man fucking wrecking crew. And I tend to agree with, with Ray, not only with Travon Walker uh, being outside of Wyatt, but Jordan Davis being inside was a big proponent for him. And Jordan Davis is is just a stud. I, I think I think his floor in this draft will be 17 to the Chargers, which is a common mocked area for him. And damn, imagine that with Bosa and uh, and Mac, that'd be nasty. So it's got to be Jordan Davis for me. I like whatever. I like. I want. Just want to touch on it, Ted. I like what Ray said a lot about Logan Hall because I definitely agree. I, I don't know if you guys remember, but I had him just outside my top seven edge rankings, and I know I'm not alone in seeing him as an edge prospect because I agree with Ray. This is that's not a guy who's a tweener at all. I don't see him as a tweener. I just see him as being a versatile guy, in my opinion. I, I just couldn't get off the tape for Demarvin Leal. That's why he was six for me, but I really did want to put him at five. Cool. All
0: right, Ray, you got uh, more on Jordan Davis for me?
1: Yeah, I mean, Dean pretty much touched it up. I think he's uh, he's an elite run blocker right now, a run uh, stuffer right now. Yeah, he, best he, in the nation. I yeah. mean, he's he, and he's not only that, he's a pocket mover in the pass game. He may not have the sack numbers, but he's just gonna bully the center and or the guards back and just like cause havoc. Um, obviously the concerns are just like that big. Like, can how many plays can he play? You know, like is he gonna be able to be fresh? But um his ceiling is just too high. And I feel like those concerns were the same thing with Vita Vea too. And look how the fuck that turned out. So I'm willing to bet on him, and I'm pretty sure NFL teams are. Uh I think it floors probably Steelers at 20. I know Dean said mentioned the Chargers at 17 too, but I think it may scare some teams off taking him in the top half of that first just because he's more of a nose and more of a like he's gonna be a limited snap guy you know he's probably going to only play fifty percent of the snaps a game, so that may uh hamper where he gets picked just a tad though because he's he's going day one no he, there's no way he makes it out of day one obviously yeah
0: no way he's uh making that out of the first round, and if he does, Joe Douglas will be ringing the bell for that no, um, for sure. <laughs> I know, we got, I know we got some some guys on the interior already, but uh, you just cannot – you have to double-team this guy at, at all times, and it's going to be great for whatever team picks him up. The edge rushers are going to be uh, sending fruit baskets to their GM. <laughs> um, so that will do it for our interior defensive line. We got one more group. We're moving on to the safeties, a really interesting group, especially at the top that we're going to cover here. Um, so, Dean – Talk to me about your number five safety.
2: Yeah, we touched on this before the pod. I think these five guys are just a tier above, and I think they should be consensus top five. Uh, Starting at five, though, with Jaquan Brisker out of Penn State, go state um, (laughs) rep. But uh, I just think he's a tick below the the top four, well, really two to four. And then obviously we'll get into number one, but yeah, I love his ability to produce open field tackles, and he displays a very good football IQ. Uh, when I watched his tape, I feel like he he lacked a ta- a little bit of range, but this is going to be a guy who will be really good free safety for sure in, in the NFL. I, I like him a lot. I, I, him. I could see him as a back end of the two back end of round two, and a team really being happy
0: with it. I love me some Jaquan Brisker, Ray. Give me
1: yeah, your, uh, five. Five. I, I got Brisker too. I think Dean pretty much uh said it pretty well pretty well as well as he could. Um <laughs> I, I just think he, I, <laughs> I think he's just a tick below uh the other the top four guys. Uh, I see him more as like a strong safety, like playing in the box type. I don't know if he's gonna be a uh like a center fielder, but he's a good tackler. Um and I think he's gonna he'll step into a, a like a safety group and he'll probably start immediately.
0: Yeah, I think he does. I mean, his his best work is definitely down in the box, because um, he can cut. He can cover tight ends. He can cover backs. Um, but he has played that center field role before. Um, the range is a little bit of an issue, but obviously it's not his primary position. Um, but he can when needed. Um, and I think of the the five guys that we're probably gonna mention, this guy is a fucking ball hawk i know i watch all, all the penn state games so I, I see him more than um a lot of people like normally would and and you guys as well um this guy is always around the football always trying to rip at the ball always, and going for intercept made a ton of big plays for penn state last year um i really like him i really like his value in the second round too he's gonna be a really good player for a long time um so dean talk to me about number four uh okay. we got
1: here
2: this is going to be Ray's sweetheart. This is going to be Lewis scene out of Georgia. He, I mean, we've been talking about RAS uh, a, a bit and I think it's it, for those who don't know, I think it's an, an amazing tool to have, especially when it comes to prospects. I feel like it has a ton of great information that, that really does translate. And this guy had a, over a nine, he had like a 9.77 score. He is an athletic fucking freak Four three seven forty. three, vertical is a little bit less. It was only 36 and a half, but that's still really good and still above average. And his broad was nasty. Um, the, the guy's just, I, I mean, I see it, but again, uh, I'm going to do the Ray card on this one. I think he is a proponent of that, of that fucking defense, just having dogs everywhere. Um, play on words there. If anyone who saw, but, uh, <laughs> Anyway, they, yeah, it just needs to be Lewis scene, and for lack of time, we'll just we'll just keep it going.
0: Yeah, I know this is Ray's boy. Yeah, it's, uh, it's more for just
2: it's more for just how much I love one to three. Lewis scene's right there though. I mean, two to four is interchangeable for me.
0: Yeah, um, I know he'll probably end up playing more down in the box too, but um, I do have some some concerns about um, some routes he takes on balls uh, when they're in the air. Sometimes he takes really horrible routes, and he's just such a fucking freak. He gets away with it in college um, and had some big pass breakups for them. But I think against NFL receivers, those are catches, and some of those are are big plays waiting to happen when he tries to undercut balls or he overruns them. Um, But I do really like the player. I love his fucking juice. This guy brings it every play. Um, So, Ray, give me your number four guy.
1: Yeah, I'm going to just – before I get to number four, I think I'm going to just confirm what Dean said. I think I have two, two to four uh, ranked very closely and I feel like my Jets bias kind of uh, helped these uh, or helped like create these rankings for me. Uh, I'm just going to, it just push the, uh, the slot corner, like strong safety box safety type of guys down a little bit. So four for me is going to be Jalen pit, uh, Petri, Petri. I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, this guy's a fucking this guy's a fucking dog dude. He's not really a, he's a slot corner. He's like a
0: he's he's arguably a, my favorite player in this draft. I think dude, one of the most underrated players.
1: In he's going to be a big nickel slot corner like box safety type just that hybrid role, but dude, he's had 18 t- tackles for a loss and 13 tackles for a loss the last 2 years, which is just insane for like a guy his size, like 5'11, 198. I think he's sticky and physical in coverage. He'll, he'll be able to match up with tight ends, running backs, probably even some slot receivers. Um, Great blitzer off the edge I really 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 like this like Mold of player it just so happens That the Jets have like one or two of these guys already Where it's like we don't really I don't think I don't see the Jets taking him so That's why I have more lower to be honest <laughs> If I'm just, just full transparency But I really like the player and I think he's gonna be A really good at pro
0: yeah I See so much honey badger When I watch him all, yeah, all day long it. He, he could do anything The size obviously he plays much bigger than he is, but I fucking I really, really like this guy. Um the team's gonna be super happy with him. Um so Dean, give me your number three.
2: Yeah, I love this guy. Uh this was a this was a someone who it, it's gonna be it's Jalen Petrie at a baylor. I almost put him at two, but I've been big on Daxton Hill for a while and I'll get into kind of the the slight differences on why I have Daxton at two and Jalen at three. But Petrie was another guy who was a a, a huge riser after Mobile down at, in the Senior Bowl. He was one of the best. They were touting was one of the best, if not the best, uh, defensive back there. And it was no Schleb group for sure. Uh, he was just all over the place, and goddamn, he could tackle. Uh, he gives exactly that feel the the strong safety inset run defender feel, kind of like a honey badger, and. Just love that he's a guy who also exudes energy. You know, I love those energy guys in and outside of the uh, the showers. And Jalen Petrie definitely rocks a hog. So that's why he's three for me.
0: <laughs> rocks dude, a hog. Dude, dude, well, B- well, all right. Dude,
2: um, a lot of prospects, you could tell when they have BDE. This guy walks around. He does not towel. He air dries. That's so... <laughs> I bet I my see, life on it. I like, no,
1: I'm, <laughs> I'm not kidding. You are. I mean, Perry
2: on Winfrey are walking around measuring their dicks against each other.
1: I mean, they're not. I on the love same team, that. Shit. Yeah, just, same. Put,
2: just, put, just put them on your defense. Who cares? Just Put them on your defense. Honestly, it doesn't even matter about positional value and what they do. And if they fit your scheme, just have big
1: dicks everywhere. No, he's definitely a shower room alpha. He's yeah. one of those guys that like he makes eye contact with you too. Like, yeah. Like, what's oh. up? Oh, dude. All right, really. An intimidating
2: way, like a friendly way. Though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right I'm give sorry. Your, well, three. I'm trying to stop.
1: Uh, I'm gonna go with the other, like Nickelback kind of like slot guy and Dax Hill. Um, he watching him, dude. He just he's a cornerback to me. I, he plays. I know he plays a lot of different roles. He'll play too high. He plays slot corner. He even plays a little bit of linebacker. But to, he just he has that cornerback build. The really like slender, long arms. And he he's, looks natural with it, to be honest with you. Um, five-star coming out, insane athlete. Uh, he's not the tackler that Petrie is, but he's going to give you more in the coverage uh, department, I assume. Uh, but, yeah, I think a team, I think really I don't see him getting past the Chiefs, but I know there's a lot of buzz that he's going to go higher in the first. I
0: love me some Dax Hill.
1: I wouldn't be surprised. I, really I, I, don't, I think
2: we've done, we've done uh, two or three two-round mocks between each other uh one has actually aired one did not because uh our twitch video did not save but both times i had daxton hill going to the jags at 30 at uh, 33 and i think that would be i think that's basically
0: his floor uh dean
2: Give yeah no no my, my number two is the michigan defensive back Daxon hill i'm not even gonna call him a safety because i agree with ray wholeheartedly and I'll double down on it. I think he's the most versatile defensive back in this draft. Uh, you know, I've had him really high for a while. He's just a guy who can – he he could play a cover one and be a free safety, in my opinion, and he could – you could just tell him, go fucking guard that guy, especially when it's a, a slot guy. Uh, again, great point. I, I thought I was going to be the only one putting this out there, but he also – Plays a ton in the box. At, he even played some linebacker too. He, he does it all. Uh, again, this is a guy you want on your team. A lot of teams are looking for Swiss Army knives when it comes to linebackers, all the way back to safety, just so they could plug and plug and play. Just just go play football.
1: You're right.
0: Yeah. It's such a matchup league now, and everybody's looking for that guy, offensive and, and defensive side of the ball. This is a the, guy that you can.
2: Teams don't like to team. be. Teams yeah. don't like to be fucking. You know. Handcuffed to a guy who could do, you know, I, I had Perry on Winfrey High, and he, he he is kind of that guy. But again, that's just the BDE that makes up for it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think with Dax, like this is a guy you could plug into almost any team. Um, mm-hmm. and he'll be an impact player from day one. Really, really like me some Daxon Hill,
1: Michigan um, fan. Man, I fucking <laughs> I I
0: hate Michigan, but I really like. That. I, man, really I don't like hate
1: that. Michigan. Don't who the fuck are you kidding? I remember the North remembers. Yeah, well, that,
0: that, that ended fucking uh, when Jim Harbaugh took over. But uh, we'll save that for another day. Um, so Ray, give me your two. Uh,
1: I got Lewis Cena too. Um, I really, really, really love him for the Jets. I think he's a perfect fit. Uh, he's, I think he's in. I know you say he think he's in play in the box. I see him as a free safety who can play in the box too. I love him up top in, in like a center field role. Uh, I feel like the, the most important thing for those positions, especially in today's NFL, is just speed and tackling. Uh, and he has both in spades. He's probably the best tackler out of all the uh, safeties Him and, between him and Petri. He just he loves contact, dude. He fucking comes downhill fast as hell and just throws his body around with no regard. Love that about him. I know you said you, he takes some poor routes. I kind of disagree. I, I like the routes he takes, especially – like when the like the football is like on the ground i think he just gets he knows how to get from point a to point b i'm talking about on I'm passing down i think he's i think
2: he's generally talking about ball skills and and that that was like the one thing i wrote about him too i, I agree with sauce on that I, not that he particularly takes bad routes i i just mean strictly ball skill wise he he could definitely do a bit better in that apart, department what?
1: I don't know. I know he doesn't have the, the interception numbers, but I think his ball skills are going to be just fine. I think those will come when the like, opportunities present itself. Uh, I think he's just going to be a really safe pick. I hope he follows us in round two because he, he's going to be an instant starter.
0: Yeah. I just see him more like, especially in like sub packages. I just see him more playing down the box, playing a artificial linebacker type um, and really getting after uh, running backs and and tight ends. Um and just being really physical in the run, um, but agreed. I, I like the player. I just I have some areas concerned. But if he f- fell to, because I think he does have round one upside. People are saying, but um, if he does fall to thirty five, thirty eight, um, would not hate that all for the Jets because we do need just need athletes. We need we need speed um,
1: tackling, and that's what he's that's what he brings. and um, Davis can't tackle for shit. Uh, <laughs> no, we cannot. Damn. Damn. No, uh, Ashton Davis.
0: Oh, 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 oh. don't talk about my boy Ashton. Don't do it. Um, so, Dean, uh, we're at number one here, and I'm assuming, once again, you guys both have the same number one. Let's talk about Kyle Hamilton, uh, safety out of Notre Dame.
2: Yeah. Um, I will first start by saying I, I have and have had Hamilton lower than almost anyone. Uh, he's never been a top 10 prospect. In, in my opinion, he's like, I actually have him as a, I mean, uh, dude, I have him at 11, so it's not a huge difference, but, and, and I think he's amazing. Uh, I just think it's kind of loot ludicrous to have him projected as a top five overall pick. Um, I, I mean, he is one of the best single high safety prospects in a while and a pure single high that can span the field is definitely invaluable in today's NFL. Um, I might, I might just be a fucking hater, but when I watched, when I watched, you know, his, his tape, I, I was impressed, but I, I just didn't align with everyone else on that front, but he's definitely for sure the consensus one. And for good reason. All
0: yeah, right. Uh, I'm, I'm a little different uh, than you. I have him as my number five overall player. Um, I
2: don't know. I just think everyone was saying like, it was so annoying at, at, Like um, two months ago, everyone was like, oh, definitely. I see a consensus number one overall uh, prospect. And then he's – everyone projects him. Everyone has him like outside their top five on their big board and and top top ten when when the the big boards are finally coming out and everyone has him where I have had him forever. That's how I see it.
0: Well, like Ray said, sometimes you got to go the opposite way to be right. Um, Ray, talk to me about Kyle Hamilton
1: I mean, I think Dean Summed it up well I think his best role is probably as a center fielder But in my opinion I think the safety position is kind of devalued right now And I think when there is I think the most valuable safety position personally Is closer to the ball But he can do that too He's a a Swiss Army knife I love the range in center field That play he made against Florida State was fucking insane I remember watching I remember watching that live. I was like, "What the fuck? Like, what did he just do? Like, he just ran, he ran across the entire field and made that play." Um, I think if his if he clocked in at like a sub four four like forty like an, an elite combine, the top five buzz would you'd still be hearing it. But I think mm-hmm. the coupled with like the like the subpar forty, I guess, which I'm not concerned about, and that's why he's like that. That buzz is gone. I think just position value wise and player, he's probably like in that like. 11 to 15 range is where he probably should go. Very fair. Yeah,
0: I am not worried about that 40 time either because he plays faster. Uh, he plays way faster than that. And he's also fucking 6'4". He looks like a goddamn horse. Gazelle.
1: It like, yeah, literally does look like a gazelle. He just uh, glides. I mean, he's a
2: unicorn. He really is. Uh, I, mean, I, I feel like I'm not taking anything away from him.
0: no, I really no, no. don't. I mean, you have him as your number one guy. I'm just saying, um, like I said, like I said before, it's a it's a matchup league, and this guy is a matchup problem for offenses. If he could guard, he could take away your best player, especially mm-hmm. um, on some of these teams who have great tight ends, who have great wide receiver, uh, taller wide receivers. Um, he could take guys away, and he's great down in the box. Um, There's just doesn't really have any holes in his game, um, and I think he's going to be an impact player right right away. Um, and he can fit with, with any team. I think any defensive coordinator would fucking love to have him, and they mm-hmm. can draw up some crazy stuff with him because he's so goddamn versatile. Um, but cool. So that'll wrap it for us here on between two tackles with our straggler positions, doing the running backs, the tight ends, the interior defensive line, and the safeties. Um, thank you for listening. Hopefully, you enjoyed. Come back next week. As I mentioned at the top, we have a whole slew of podcasts ready to drop this week. So be on the lookout for those. As always, please rate and subscribe to the pod and follow our Twitter at Between Two Tackles with the number two and stick with us as we go through the 2022 offseason. Appreciate you, fellas.
1: Almost there, fellas. Chin up. I just
0: need it to be Thursday. (laughs)